Let's get real. Welcome to TBC Today. This podcast features friends in and around the Triad Baptist Church community. Hear encouraging real-life stories from our weekly guests and inspiring insights from our host, Pastor Rob. To learn more about Triad Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina, visit us online at tbcnow.org. Welcome to TBC Today. Now, this is our very first episode, and I hope you guys are excited. And those of you who are listening or watching, we hope that you're excited as well. This podcast is going to feature friends in our community and in our church. It's hosted by Pastor Rob, and we're excited to get it kicked off today. So we want you to stay tuned and we want you to watch more and listen to more of our episodes as we uh, grow this podcast. TBC Today is out of Triad Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina. And if you would like to learn more about our church, visit us online at tbcnow.org. Today, we have as a guest myself, I'm Jeremy Chandler, the Creative Communications Director. I've been at Triad for about nine years. And Kayla Schuler. Kayla is the Creative Communications Assistant. She's been here for a little over a year. And so we're excited to have us here, I guess is that's the right way to say it. And uh, But we're ho- the host of, of TBC today, of course, is Pastor Rob. And so he'll be taking over the conversation and leading this here in just a minute. Pastor Rob's been at Triad Baptist Church for over 24 years. That's right. That's hard to believe. And uh, so he's our lead pastor of vision and preaching and big visionary. I love working with Pastor Rob. I say it a lot. He's kind of like working with Walt Disney. He's got great <laughs> ideas. Big vision. And so we might get into that a little bit too, if that's okay with you. But for now, Pastor Rob, let's get real. Great. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited about this. Uh, one of the things that I thought about just in my own heart and mind is just uh, getting real with people. And that was our tagline that we use because we just really want to have an opportunity to say, what is really going on in your heart and your life, your ministry? And what does it mean to be real with that and honest about your relationship with Christ, honest about uh, the struggles, honest about the fact that you don't always have the victorious Christian life, even though that's the goal of the Christian. But really, it's an opportunity to do that. And so I wanted to just hit different people in the community. I've already been uh, kind of talking to some people uh, in my on my own little way privately just to kind of see what it'd be like to do this. So I've been kind of testing myself out. But I uh, so want to start with the communication people today, and so that's what I'm going to do. So we'll jump right into it today with our creative communication team, Jeremy and Kayla. Kayla get, gonna... Are you going to flip? We're, we've got a little, we're going to keep Pastor Rob on track. So if you're watching <laughs> this or you're listening to it, we've got a special little... The hourglass of time. <laughs> so we're going to keep him on. We're going to do that. And we'll be, when that thing ends, we're done. All right. I'm going to start with Kayla. Kayla is the assistant to our creative communications here. Mm-hmm. And... Kayla, you're from Las Vegas. I am. And you're here in the little town of Kernersville. How did that How did that happen? I don't know. I ask myself that a lot, too. Um, I actually, so I was born in Japan. My dad was in the military. And um, he and my mom moved back to Las Vegas after I was like two years old. I grew up there. Um, we grew up going to church, but more like Sunday morning Christians. You know, my mom was actually uh, Catholic. So... Um, she got saved when I was six, and I was told that I got saved that night too, um, but I just didn't remember it. And then um, we started going to church more regularly. About five months before my dad died, I was nine years old, he actually got saved. So then that's when our family started really getting involved. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed when I was nine, and so it was just me, my mom, and my brother. And I still, at this point, would go to church, but it was like 
my mom's religion kind of thing, you know, and I always knew I got saved when I was six. It wasn't until I was a junior in high school that I really was like, I really don't think this is my relationship and I want to enjoy going to church and I want to enjoy, you know, hearing the things of the Lord, but I just didn't really care for them at that point. But I started going to a church um, in Vegas and I kind of rededicated my life and made sure, well, I got assurance of my salvation when I was like 11. But um, my junior year of high school, I was at a public school and I just told everybody, I'm not coming here anymore. I'm going to a Christian school. So I went from a huge public school of like 5,000 mm. to um, ACE paces <laughs> in a one room <laughs> um, high schools. school. And there was like seven kids in the high school. I was oh one goodness. of four seniors. Wow. So that was a big adjustment. But my pastor at the time was like, if you, I always said, well, I'll go my senior year. I'll finish up my junior year at um, my high school and then I'll come my senior year. And he said, if you don't come now, you're never going to come. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go then. And then I did. And all my friends were like, wait, what? What are you talking about? You're going where? And so that was a big adjustment. But I'm so thankful that I did it when I did because I know I probably wouldn't have decided to go to Christian school after that. And um, God just changed my life after that. I decided to go to a Bible college um, in California where I met my husband. Well, let me ask you something. I just want to interrupt you back there to uh -huh. the, what made you actually say, I want to go to this Christian school? Well, this was probably the church that I was going to at the time was probably the first time I had ever seen teenagers really on fire for the Lord. And that was weird to me because I just mm. I wasn't used to that. And just to see these kids really have the joy of the Lord and it was their own personal relationship. I wanted that. And mm. so um, that's when I finally got involved and was like, OK, I'm done. You know, I didn't have this crazy life of sin or anything, but I was just like, I just want to, you know, have a true relationship with mm. God. So it wasn't hard to leave my friends um, from my public school and to kind of move forward. I'll tell you, this is like so this is probably one of my embarrassing moments. But I remember going door knocking and soul winning with my church in my neighborhood where my old public school was and a girl that I went to school with opened the door and I'm in this khaki skirt and she was like, hey, Kayla. What happened to you? I know, it was so, I was like, oh, come to my church. It was so weird, but it was, you know, I'm thankful, but it was just funny. Um, but yeah, seeing teenagers my age with a real relationship, that really made me want to make changes in my life. So, Do you think uh, like your father passing away when you were nine, what impact did that have on your life from nine forward and how that might've played into you ended up at Christian school? Yeah, I, um, I know that I have never been bitter about losing my dad. And I really think that um, we depended so much on him. He's, you know, the rock of our family. And with him passing, it was really cool to see my mom just put all of her trust and faith in the Lord mm -hmm. that he would take care of us. And so that really rubbed off on me and it showed me not to be bitter because I knew that he was in control, mm -hmm. you know? So um, as far as college and how that affected me, it was intimidating to go to a Bible college where most of the kids were ministry kids. So they're pastor's daughters or missionary kids. And I'm like, well, I have this little Asian mom <laughs> and she's single, you know? So that was intimidating. But I think that is just how God has shown himself to me over and over again, that you don't need to have this perfect family, this whatever to, um, mm. you know, grow yeah. with him and 
have a night. I like my life, you know, so I'm thankful that God. Even then you thought that way. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm okay. I'm comfortable with the fact that yeah. I don't really completely. I'm, it's not the Norman Rockwell family of Las no. Vegas, for example. Right, right. Well, for Las Vegas, it's a little different. <laughs> it's not Cartersville, but uh, no, but it really, I, I think just seeing my mom, I think my brother took it differently, but just seeing my mom and just how she put all of her trust in, into the Lord, because I mean, there are so many things that she had to learn to do without my dad, you know, paying bills and just things that she never had to do. So just seeing my mom go through all that and just how she trusted God, I feel like that was a good influence on me. And I just, it kind of rubbed off on me. For, to go to Bible college, like, was the influence from your mom's side or was it more from someone from in the, the church? School. So once I transferred to that little Christian school, they were like, we're going to go to this college and this college. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I didn't know what any of these places were. And then my senior year, our pastor took us to West Coast. I went to two different colleges, one in Florida and then um, West Coast to visit. And when I went to West Coast, I, it was very obvious that God wanted me there. And it was nice because it was still close enough to where I could go home, but it was far enough to where I could, you know, be Get away. away. You know, yeah. so that was really neat. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Okay, so you go to you go to college. Yes. And uh, tell us a little bit about from there. So I go to college. Um, I started, I don't know, Christian boys are so different than <laughs> public school boys. <laughs> so I was, you know, like, oh, who are these guys or whatever. Um, a friend of mine was actually telling me, you know, there's this guy. He's he's interested in you, but he was so quiet and I'm not really quiet. So I'm like, why doesn't he just talk to me? And he was just kind of shy. Um, he had this like really forward brother who just kept pushing <laughs> him on to me saying, you we, should all date know my, that we all know that brother. <laughs> you should date my brother. You should date my brother. And I'm like, who are these people? But um, I'm thankful for Jason and just him pushing that along. But um, Justin and I, we we didn't even date that year. We I actually started dating somebody else. <laughs> but, Both of you? Um, no, he didn't date anybody. He did another, yeah. That's another episode, right? <laughs> I, that's a long one. But no, so we were just friends for a couple of years and then we started dating. Um, and then we actually broke up for a little bit and then got back together. Um, I was working at a ministry in California and he was working at a ministry in Tennessee and we got back together and we've been together since. So, so then once we got married, I moved to Tennessee. He was a children's pastor at a larger ministry and not larger than this, a large ministry in, um, in the Nashville area. And we liked it. We really enjoyed being there. We loved the people there. Um, but after a while, God just made it clear that we needed something new and we had always desired to be closer to family and all of his family's here so um after much prayer you know and a, a lot of going back and forth we finally decided like okay let's move to kernersville so mm. i moved from las vegas to k vegas which i still don't understand <laughs> but um, but we love it here we, we really love it here we love being around our family and seeing our nieces and nephews grow up and stuff so we're excited to be here that's cool that's cool and uh, as far as like Missing Las Vegas, you really don't miss the actual town. I miss a lot of things about Las Vegas, but I would rather live in North Carolina. So This is like almost more of a place you'd want to raise a family. Yes, yes. Vegas is just very convenient. There's lots of things open. My mom's yeah. like, there's nothing there. I'm like, I know, <laughs> but, we, but I do like it out here. It's different. And grass. I remember the first time I came to North Carolina to visit Justin, we drove through this road and there was just trees all over. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a gospel track. <laughs> this is so pretty. I just not used to it. I never had grass before, so I wasn't used to it. But Jeremy, actually, since me and Justin got married, Jeremy had always joked, you need to move here and come be my assistant. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. I prayed hard for that one. Yeah. So 
Then we moved here and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> so. Is that how that happened? It, I don't it really that. is. It really is. Because she had um, been here, what, a year ago? I had taught Justin and been friends with, with really all the Schulers, you know, for years. And then I was helping with their wedding and just talking to Kayla. I thought, man, she's really creative and she's a lot of fun and she has a good spirit and she understands ministry, you know, so ministry is, a, is not uh, all fun and games and it's not glamorous to work in, right? A lot of people yeah. think that, but I felt like Kayla kind of understood it. And so I knew her mother-in-law was praying she would move back here. And so then I thought that'd be great if she did move back here and could work with us on our team. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, it's great to have you on the yeah. team. You're a real yeah. help to uh, Jeremy and all of us. And we appreciate it Thank so you. much. Okay, well, let's go to Jeremy a little. Jeremy, tell me how you kind of ended up here, and if you want to talk a little bit about your ministry too, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew, you know, I grew up in a Christian home. I was saved when I was um, just a child, young, very young, and uh, but I had great mom and dad who taught me a lot of about uh, the importance of being a Christian and serving the Lord. And so I just always felt that kind of call on my life. Always felt that tug. Um, when I was a teenager, though, that's when I really made the decision to serve the Lord in full time Christian ministry. And so I uh, went to Piedmont Baptist College. It's had a lot of different names, but <laughs> went to Piedmont here in town. And I taught in a Christian school for 15 years. And so I loved that. I enjoyed teaching. And uh, I had a lot of opportunity to do some things and to learn kind of how to do events and how to do plays and how to do, you know, yearbooks and all that stuff. I sort of learned that the hard way. And uh, but I was teaching a couple of your kids and a couple of Mr. or Mr. Tim's son and so some different ones. So so you guys sort of knew me over here. And when I was ready, I just really felt like it's time for me to get out of teaching and to do something. Um, my heart's desire was to do something more creative in ministry. And I didn't really have a creative outlet where I was to really um, get out of the box and do more. And so I was looking around, I was sort of looking around at different options. And um, Pastor Rob said to me one day, like, hey, if you're really serious and you're looking around. I don't believe in proselyting, but if you've already made the decision to leave, then uh, we might find something for you here. Actually, I want to, I want to just kind of get my, I'm having a flashback. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a flashback. I remember the day you were really struggling to try to figure out what do I do with my life and yep. do I want to leave or do it? You're such a, you know, you're such a loyalist, you know, you're so loyal to whoever you serve. And that was one thing about you. You'd been there for years. Yeah. And I felt like I was trying to talk you out of, you know, you're you're supposed to be there forever. And so I, I was just such a fun day for me because I was like, wow, he's actually thinking about that and just taking that risk and that challenge. I took you to my favorite restaurant. He did. And it was that was such a hard decision in my life. You're right. And I felt <laughs> I, I just felt like so many emotions. And such Pastor a fun Rob day for him. It was a hard day yeah, for you. It's a fun day for him. He took me to Rancho. <laughs> Rancho restaurant. It's and wonderful. I'd never had fried bologna. Fried bologna. And so I thought, man, I'm like this is the treatment, right? This is it. <laughs> this is the way you get somebody on your team, Rancho and Fred Bologna. But that was a fun day for me because I, I started praying for you. I remember that because we met again. Yeah. You we, still yeah, we weren't did. completely sure. And then that second time you were like, I'm yeah. ready to pull the trigger. Yeah. And I was so excited because we didn't even have that kind of position here available. Right. You really kind of created the position for me. And so, um, which was awesome. And uh, it has developed and changed and morphed and you know, for, yeah. for nine years. It's hard to believe it's been nine <laughs> years. It seems like really like it was yesterday that we went to Rancho and talked. And uh, But I just remember feeling like so scared and so emotional. And for the first time in my life, you prayed with me and prayed for me. And uh, I really hadn't had like a spiritual leader do that for me in the past to really just pray and say, 
you know, God help him move in the direction you want him to move. Mm. And I was scared to death to move in that direction, yeah. to be honest. But yeah. um, you did that Lord, with Justin too. Yeah, Justin came home multiple times during our transition phase, and he was like, "Pastor Rob's unbiased. He doesn't care what I do." <laughs> but he was very. You were helpful in that way too. Oh, that's you know, good. I was to know. also like, you know, a desire in my heart was also to have an adult older than me. I had yeah. Nick and you know uh, Aaron and Andrew and different friends and Jason who would you know, who were younger than me, who I would talk to. That was like my spiritual counsel. But to have somebody older than me that would say, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I want to invest in you and pour into you and help. I you. think, and I think so, even that comfort zone, you know, you get in a comfort zone and that's probably your safety. Right. Right. And exactly. you had to step out of that and say, okay, God, I'm going to take a chance here. And you were stepping into a whole different uh, philosophy of ministry. Right. And I didn't know if you were ready for that either. Like I sometimes I have to have talks with people where I say, are you sure you're okay with this philosophy of ministry? But you seem to just, you gelled very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the Lord and you and Dennis who really helped me, you know, make that transition. That's good. Yeah, That's good. It's been great. It's and been great. tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I do, um, you know, anything that's creative here in the church. So, uh, you know, the, any kind of the design work, the websites, the, of course, Kayla helps me do a lot of this stuff now, but uh, all of our social media, which is huge now at our church, uh, the interior, exterior look of the campus is something that we uh, work on. So, you know, from behind signage. furniture and signage and, you know, whatever, we work on that. And of course, your props, we do a lot of props and things for Pastor Rob. Like I said, he's very creative and very visual. And so um, events, planning, coordinating, scheduling. What events. would you say is the most rewarding thing to you about this job over the last five years? Like if you, six years, if you look at, was it eight, six years? Nine. Nine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it was right around yeah. there. But Close. if you look at that, what, what, what is the most rewarding things you feel good about as far as your job? Well, I love people. I love people. I love serving. You know, I like to make people happy. I'm really a behind the scenes person. People don't believe that because I'm out in front a lot, but I, I would rather be behind the scenes. And uh, so I think the most rewarding part is just being able to help people find a, a stronger connection mm -hmm. with God or, or find uh, a more powerful relationship with him. If it's through something, you know, even if it's just something little that I've done, that makes that's very rewarding to me is to know that I've helped sort of push people more toward God through whatever um, medium or outlet it's been. Yeah. And that's the difference. between A lot of communication guys are very uh, linear and just um I think you have a, a unique gift to be socially uh, at ease and connected with people. And so it's not just about, okay, let's get your project done. It's also about how you're doing as a person. Right. And that's one thing I appreciate about you is just people know you care about them and you're yeah. not a put on for that. And it just it's nice to have that because in communication, a lot of times you don't have that. It's just let's right. get the job done. We'll write the story or we'll do, we'll do the print mm -hmm. and we're done. But I think you have something that's a unique gift. We, we try, you know, we, we're very deadline oriented at any given time. We, Kayla and I may be working on 14 projects for different ministries because we've got a lot of 26 outreach ministries in this church. It's, but, you know, we love working with people and we love trying to just help them navigate through what they've got to do. Yeah. I, when you say 14 projects, it just cracks me up because yeah. I can always tell when you get a little stressed. 
I'm I like, do get stressed. Stay I away mean, from Jeremy. Stay away from Jeremy today. He's on a roll. I but, get, uh, yeah, I may get a little stressed. <laughs> but but I really appreciate what you do. It's it's invaluable. I had no idea how important that position would be for us at Triad, and I'm just so grateful. And then for you to come along and take some of that pressure off of him and do that. And you're very sociable too, and you can talk to anybody. And so I just think you two have unique yeah. gifts that come to the table for us. And so yeah, really grateful for that. that. Well, what is your vision for the TBC Today podcast? You know, my vision, uh, I like the tagline, you know, Jeremy came up with that tagline, let's get real. And one of the things I think that uh, we have a hard time doing is really coming out of ourselves and putting our lives on the table in a way that says I'm struggling or in a way that says I live with these tensions in life. Like I feel good about my walk with the Lord, but yet it's sometimes I don't feel real good about this relationship or I don't feel good about that. And so my thought is, what's it mean to get real and actually say that and let us see your struggle or let us see uh, the, the ambivalence you feel sometimes in life with two opposing feelings at the same time. And let's let's put them out on the table and let's say this really is what it means to be real. Mm -hmm. And yet, what does it mean to walk with God in the middle of that and to have a sense of his, uh, a sense of relationship with him? And so that's, that's a real big part of why I wanted to do this. It's something I can't do in preaching. You know, I, if I'm, it's preaching, it's like a one way. I can see people's eyes and I know if they're connected with me and that's important to me. But I wanted to hear people respond in a way that we could do that. And so digitally, I'm in, it's incredible. What an opportunity here. So I want to try it. If we can do it, let's move forward. If it doesn't work, we'll go on to something else. But that's really my desire is yeah. to just have an opportunity where people could do that. I think it's important for people to be transparent. And a little bit of my background was that you weren't supposed to be that. You weren't ever supposed to let anyone see you sweat or see you stress or see the sins in your life. And so I, I, that's one of the things that I appreciate about you and our church here and our leadership is that we are allowed to be transparent and talk about our struggles and work through that and pray with each other. And I mean, it's a, it's a great supportive team here. Yeah. And so that's very helpful. Yeah. That's really my goal. And so this is an opportunity to be able to do that in this setting that I don't feel like I can do anywhere else except one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. And so I thought, wow, I bet some of these stories in people's lives, like I'm thinking right now of our ladies ministry director, her story has such a power to it. Uh, I'm thinking of a guy right now that uh, works in a in a company that is totally caught up in the social issues of today. And how does he, he constantly says, how do you be a Christian in that environment? And how do you live that out? And I can't wait to have him interface with that. And my mind's just running with a hundred different people that I want to sit down and just say, tell us about that, because we want to, we want to think that through with right. you and we want to hear how you're doing it. So that's kind of what I'm excited about the most. Yeah, that's great. So we're, what's, what's, what we're really trying to accomplish with this is just getting real, real with people and from our church and from our community. So maybe not even necessarily connect it with our church. So the future episodes will feature Pastor Rob with a guest. Um, and I think it'll be very exciting. He's got a, a little list made. And so I'm very excited to hear some of those stories as well. Um, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, on Apple a podcast on Amazon Music, but what would really help us is if you would like it and review it and share it. So right. those are really great ways to help get this out, spread the word about our podcast. We're officially kicking this off with episode two in May, and so uh, you'll be looking for that. We'll have information about that on our website and on our Facebook. Uh, we want to say thank you to Austin Joyce. He's our AVL director here. 
Uh, he's actually working here today on his birthday to get this episode <laughs> filmed and edited for you guys. And so we're excited about that. And uh, with that, Pastor Rob, you want to close us out? I just want to say, you know, hey, if you have ideas that you'd like to see us go down or pathways or people, uh, don't don't hesitate to let us know because that's something I would be very interested in. It's just kind of uh, interfacing with that or ways you want us to go in the podcast, uh, topics or ideas or themes. So anything like that, that's kind of my passion right now as well. So, well, thank you for listening to us today. We hope that you enjoyed this. We hope that you were encouraged and we hope that you'll check us out on our next episode. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us this week on TBC Today. We want to connect with you. So make sure to visit our website, tbcnow.org, and subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and be on the lookout for our next conversation.